You're listening to Wingman's Garage. This is Chris the Wingman. Daniel the Track Rat. Tyler the Hooligan. Hey. I'm and then Tyler. the other Tyler. <laughs> we have we got a guest today. Two of them, actually. But you're listening to episode 19. We'll be back this right after Wingman's this. Garage. Wingman's Garage. Welcome to Wingman's Garage, where Chris, the adventurer, Daniel, the track rat, and Tyler, the hooligan, meet to share over 40 years of writing experience. Join them as they discuss their journeys, stories, and events of life on two wheels. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, this is Tyler, and I love Ambition Apparel because it's great. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> you have to hold my and I need four pumps and uh, some macchiato squirrels. He needs six. <laughs> <laughs> and we need some caramel hamsters. Oh, this is perfect. Welcome back to Wingman's Garage, everybody. Hey-o. Yes, uh, episode 19. We do have our special guest, everybody. Say hello to Tyler. Gentry. Mr. Gentry, you want to know? Hi, Gentry. But yeah. What up? But, uh, this is dope. This is cool. I yeah, like man. He's hanging out in it's the. Uh, I haven't had a land shark since I was a little girl, so this is. <laughs> oh, oh, he's this starting early. No, wow, we need to have him back more often. Ooh, this, this is gonna be entertaining. Sharks. Of course, he 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 declined on the pregame, but it's all good. I don't think he needed it. He's all good now. Yeah, yeah we're all good. He we're fits good. right in with the rest of yeah. us. So, uh, yeah, it's a uh, it's been quite a weekend for everybody. It has been quite a weekend for everybody. So, what have you all done? Um, well, officially, the silly season's almost over for MotoGP. Oh. It officially, like, kind of ends today. No, it's true, true. Like, There's all, a lot going on with that, but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that later. Um, I rode all weekend. Um, so did I. Yeah. Kind of. Almost. Back and forth to work and home. It was yeah. cold. It was, it, was chi- cold. it was chilly su- Saturday. It was cold. Yeah, I love I, it. Every time I pass somebody on a street bike, I was like... <laughs> Ah, you guys suck. <laughs> cool. But we do it to ourselves. Of course, you know, Saturday awesome. was supposed to be sunny and cool. Yeah. So uh, I get up, I get on the bike, and I start leaving. What do cold. I do? I run right through the fucking rain. <laughs> and it's like 50 degrees. Dude, dude, dude. dude. The yeah. other day, I don't remember the last the last bad rainstorm we had. I was driving home from Nashville, and there was this idiot dude on a Harley. And it, like that it was that, the, you didn't have to say anything after that, <laughs> yeah, bro. But it was the good it was the good rain where you can look a mile in the distance and you're like, oh, it's about yeah. to pitch a fucking b word. Yeah, and then don't dude, be afraid. Don't be well, afraid. I, we, we I, don't I'm trying to clean shit. up my words. Man. Oh, okay. whatever. I, I'm professional. You're, a, you're running wrong. Professional, group, baby. Uh, but, dude, I was driving, and I seen the rain. I was like, this dude's got to get off at this exit. We passed oh. through like six exits. I was like, this dude's about to get rained on, and it didn't just rain. Mother Nature pissed all over this pool. <laughs> it looked like a hailstorm. I couldn't even see him. I rode up next to him and looked at him, and he was just like, "Dude, like, we had helmet and all." I was oh, I had to go up. I was working up in Bowling Green. I was working at the track up there, and I'm on the bike. I'm hammering it. I'm like, "Look, I got to get up here." I woke up late. I'm doing a buck twenty from Hendersonville all the way up. I'm like, "What?" And then I passed Franklin, the last Franklin exit, and there's four bridges between the last Franklin exit mm-hmm. and Bowling Green. Right, so I'm hammering it. I look up and I see the wall. <laughs> the it's wall. just a wall, and I stop under this bridge. And I'm sitting there just looking. I'm like, "Shit, <laughs> I got to get through it. Screw it." Right. And so I hammer it and go hit it to win it. <clears throat> I pass. I hit this white rain. I tuck in. There's a li- um, and on my bike, it does have a little bit of a bubble you can get under. Not, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot, but you got to get right up on the tank and everything else. 
So I'm down on the tank and I'm in it and I'm like, all right, cool. I'm relatively dry going through here. Past the first bridge, freaking Harley Ultra Classic sitting under the bridge, fairing. Every, this dude's got heated seat, heated grips. <laughs> I mean, gear. rain gear, a whole nine yards. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, and I pass him. I'm doing just like 70 in a downpour. Yeah, I'm like, I would say, what? All right, whatever. Pass the next bridge. Another ultra sitting there. I'm like, you bunch of pussies. I was like, are you kidding me right now? I passed three ultras under the bridge at 70 miles an hour with a rooster tail coming off the back. We got to remember, most of them are only used to going from home to the bar and back. Either that or like from home to bike night. I can ride drunk, but I'm going to get wet. It's just, I see all that. That information goes crazy when it starts. They they go to a Harley (laughs) store where they get their free. The hot dog yeah. and the one beer. Right. And they hang out for a little while and talk shit. They and they go beer flavored water. Yeah. They do that at Harley Store? Yeah, they do. Hell yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. That's yeah. They, they do it at Columbia, too. Yeah. Dude, they do it at, they do it at Bo- dude, Boswell's Fester's Lane. Yeah. Like, they had a cookout Columbia on Sunday. Cool Springs does yeah. uh, Cool Springs. Yeah, it's because it's Cool Springs. Yeah. Because, so. you know, they're a little more. What? This dude's racing flat track with no arm. Dude, I got a buddy. My buddy Brett Cole doesn't have a right shoulder. Like, he has, it's missing from here off, and he road races. He's a, we're an expert. Wait, hold on. He has an arm, but no shoulder? He has, no. Okay. He's missing <laughs> it. You said he's missing his shoulder, and I was sitting there like. He's missing it from his shoulder down. Like, he has, this gotcha. is not so existing. he doesn't have an yeah. arm. He doesn't have an arm. Because you said he was missing his right shoulder, and I was Left like, or right that's side. Not... Right How side. How is that even physically side. possible? <laughs> so what do they do? He's got everything on his left hand. Man. So he's throttling and breaking. Throttle, everything. front brake. I'm telling you right now. Shift on his thumb, and then he's got rear brake on it. And he's got from a motocross perspective, you'd be screwed. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, on a motocross, you have to have both hands. But I mean, this or at least both arms. The apparently. weirdest. Brett came up yeah. to me one day, and I mean, he and I were just kind of chilling. We had been hanging out the night before, and it's you know 10 30, 11 o'clock, and we're at lunch or a break or whatever. He comes walking up and he goes, nub ya. And he's like, puts his shoulder <laughs> oh and he's moving God. the shoulder, like the bone oh. around in there. I'm like, dude, don't oh do the f- Oh, it was he weird. Got it. He got it on me. You got nub. Oh, it was got, so he weird. He got it on me. Oh, it was so weird. But again, he, the fun, he was, he's the guy that, he has the, that, that is, he had lost it. That happened to him in a street accident. He okay. caught a telephone pole or something see, like that. Like we were talking earlier. You gotta get him on the street. That's why I don't get on the street. <laughs> because I like both my shoulders. He's got a t-shirt. That's, like he's got a t-shirt shoulders. that says it's not growing back as fast as they said it would. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So he's got a really good sense of humor. I was That's say, good. You kind of need one for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. He's he's yeah. the best. Brett's the best. Oh, oh man. But anyway. Segway bitches. Oh god, don't yeah. even Is there any like actual footage of this shit happening? Not because yet. if they're sitting there, they just post this shit up and everything. They got, oh, they got 15 people sitting there running their mouth about this shit. Not only are you a bunch of fucktards. Second of all, if this actually happened and you put a target on my back and I start, and all of us that end up getting, you know, fucked with because you jackasses, don't show up at bike nights. Right. Don't right. do this shit. Just don't. Just don't. But on that note. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So uh, we talked about, last week, we talked about doing stupid things while you ride. And uh, mm-hmm. the week before that, we talked about stupid things. <laughs> and you know what? As, okay. a, as a casted Y'all foot <laughs> waving around. Right? <laughs> casted foot waving around. So, a lot of people around the country are doing these highway takeovers. And, and what, uh, well, they the highway takeovers and stuff, the, the one that they mentioned 
Yeah. Right of the century. Yeah. It's been going for a minute in St. Louis. Yeah. But, you know what, again, you get a bunch of guys going out there, like anything else. You're always going to have the, the ones who are organized. You have the ones that just think that they can do whatever they want. Yeah. Whatever. All right? But when the things you do affects everybody else, that's mm-hmm. the thing. You're all, fuck the police. Fuck y'all. I do whatever I want to do. That's fine. But guess who pays for it? It's not your ass. Nope. It's the rest of us. So, yeah. That's my thoughts on that. <laughs> Next thing you know, it's going to be hashtag Black Lives Matter. Right. (laughs) Right. You know, and we talked about this last week. This year alone in Nashville, just Nashville, there have been more deaths this year on the street than there have been at this point. This is the kind of shit that causes that. Yeah. Why the fuck do you want to go out there? We don't need to see more smoke and prayers posts going up for someone who died doing something fucking stupid. Like this, it, it's a different if it's if someone pulls out in front of you, or if it's a part failure, or it's an oh, honest by, by writing means, mistake, yeah. something like that. Yeah, it's a loss but if you're everybody. sitting there, if you're acting, if you if you're one of the if you're one of these fuck boys who sees the shit that's on like YouTube about ride of the century, and you think you're the next sit down Steve or Jason Britton or anything else like that. Oh no. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, the guys in the orange. Speaking of stupid stuff. No, 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 no. The guys in the orange that were picking the bike up, that's what I do for fun. Yeah. I'm the guy that almost gets hit by the bike. If anybody doesn't know, we're watching on any Sunday the street the street bike part. And the, the MotoGP part. MotoGP, yeah. sorry, guys. No, oh, you're fine. Sorry, sorry, you're to, sorry to disrespect. No, that's there's no disrespect. Do. Do all the time. This no. is the dopest dope I ever smoked. This is awesome. This is the dopest <laughs> dope I've ever smoked. But, yeah, you know, again, it, it comes down to that. It's like everyone's going to ride. And good. We want you all. That guy is the you ugliest, goofiest professional athlete I've ever seen. Hell yeah. And he's Rossi? also the richest Rossi? professional he, he might be, athlete. But Rossi, dude, if I seen Rossi on like a, like, dude, if I seen him like out, I'd be like, what a fucking nerd. No, no, no. Well, hang on. No, completely. What agree. about Caroli? Yeah, he's a goofball. Dude. He's <laughs> got, oh wait, I've got to give that to Caroli. Wait, both Alessis? There, but there, he's a good-looking cat. I mean, not to be like that guy. But I have no. seen Antonio Caroli. Dude, Antonio Caroli's overbite hits his hits his Adam's apple. <laughs> <laughs> like dude's Damn. dude's mad skills on a dirt bike, but like his overbite's pretty aggressive. I'll say this: Alessi's, both of them, they can kick rocks because they're not that good. Well, they, no, they, they, they never work. They suck. Yeah. Oh anyway. man, those guys. I'm still hungry. But so just uh, like, but it's like he's don't a goofball. Act like, I, he, you might say he's a goofball, but I will say this: that dude can ride anything oh, on two no, wheels I'm not better taking, than damn near anything. Oh no, I'm not taking nothing from him. Oh yeah, what he does for the sport is unreal. But yeah, as far as a, <laughs> he's not winning any modeling contests. Is that what we're getting? Same <laughs> <laughs> thing. He is, might win the race, but boy, if he was a good-looking contest, he the bad. The, the sad thing is, sad thing. the sad thing is, over in Italy. He doesn't live in Italy anymore. He's probably the because he can't go outside. Sexiest dude alive. He yeah. cannot go outside because he gets mobbed. He lives in England, or no? He lives in a fuck. He lives in. Uh, no, he's got an apartment in Monaco because it's a tax haven. Right. God, he stays there for six months, six months and a day, and then he just travels wherever else he wants to go. Right. Oh man! He went to Vegas with God. Colin. He went to Vegas with Colin Edwards one year. Nobody knew who he was. He goes, "This is awesome." This is fantastic. Nobody knows who I is. I can go do the fuck I want. See, One person that recognized him was the Italian bellhop at the Caesars. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> right? So, and he goes, all right, cool, yeah. But I was talking, and ended up, I told everybody this last time, 
I was hanging out with uh, the Red Spade. You know who Red Spade is? No. Okay, he doesn't know. I was hanging out with a guy that got to hang out with Rossi at Colin Edwards's boot camp for a weekend. Yeah. He goes, Rossi's the nicest guy on the planet. Most really? He goes, once he realizes you don't want anything from him, yeah. you're not trying to get anything out of him, coolest dude in the planet. He'll tell you, so, he'll, he goes, sure he'll talk like, to you all day. When he's seen that Italian bellhop, it was probably like that scene from uh, Coming to America. You know, when he was coming to mm-hmm. the you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And then, yep. like, that one dude was like, oh, my God! Yeah, right. <laughs> Pretty much. And he probably, like... like Everybody else was looking around like, what? Why is this dude yelling at This dude? dude? Really? <laughs> Whatever. This guy's oh, yeah. goofy. Why is he yelling at that nerdy guy? Uh, <laughs> oh, but, but I, I've, I've actually seen Rossi ride a dirt bike. Oh, oh yeah. he's probably I mean, better than me. Oh, Joker's <laughs> no. nasty on yeah. dirt bike. He's that's like by a, Yamaha with his ranch out in wherever it is. Tavuya. Yeah. That's like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nicky Hayden? That'd be oh, Hey, speaking of Nick. So Nicky, yes. Good. Nick won. Yep. Nick got his, first world super, no, he got his first world yeah. superbike win, that, race two. He's even pain. good on a dirt bike, dude. I oh, yeah. Nicky's nasty he's on He's crazy, yeah. man. I ran into, well. We need to be in. Yeah, we Well. We have BN. We just have to get everybody together to go to where BN is. I agree. Yes. I don't know what that is, but yeah. 100% we need I agree. Yeah. I, I have no clue. But oh, yeah. If you don't understand what we're talking about, because you have to listen to like episode 12 or 13, whatever. It was. Or one or two or three. <laughs> right. I got to 14. Son of a bitch. So he got to 14 and went, I'm done with these crazy fucks. I'm done with you people. Oh, shit. How y'all talk me into coming tonight? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you guys BN better be paying me for this. Is the... Uh, Wait, the, what? <laughs> uh, Wait, you guys get paid for this? What? What's money? What's that? Right. So BN is the official uh, U.S. Uh, cable company that... They're the ones that they, they have the TV rights, the rights for all the road racing. Ooh, that one's a good one. Yeah, dude. Little, uh, it's like Grimace. Little, little jaundice looking there. <laughs> a little purple. Yeah, a little swollen. So what's going on here is uh, Mr. Gentry had a... Uh, a and brutal run-in. Yeah, close encounter. <laughs> I was with, hoping uh, to make the story sound so much better than did what you find a charger. No, I didn't. Well, see, no, the, the brutal run-in is quite yeah, literally like, what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that's this exactly is, what happened. This story actually just confirms as much as I enjoy quads by myself, ah. as much as much fun as they are, like utility quads, because you know you could jump them and not break them. Okay, utility quads have a purpose. Yeah, sport quads—they're fun, but. <laughs> I'm not gonna say that. Did you say they're kind of gay? I'm not gonna say that, no. but I would see. I'm the guy that would put slicks on it and try to attract it with it. Okay, I mean that's a little different, but oh yeah. man, it's a long story. But... It, well, quad tars were invented for guys who never took their training wheels off their dirt bike. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. I'm not gonna argue that with you. And I mean, honestly, dude, quads are sketchy, man. They, they are. When you crash, they chase like, you. Dude, when I flip a dirt bike, I flip a dirt bike and I get away from it. You don't get away from quads. They no, it like, follows you. It chases they come, they chase you. They come stock with magnets in your boots, man. <laughs> He's like, dude, I've raced yes. so many indoor series and stuff like series. Listen to me talk from Tennessee. I want one of those Nerf bars with the nets on it. Like, it's already gonna get your ankle. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. I mean, it's like, what do you? What's the point? Hey, I want to do a sport, Dad. What can I do? Uh, well, son, do you want to ruin everyone's day? Uh, kinda. Okay, well, I'm going to get you a quad. <laughs> Quads are sweet. So. I want a job, or I want a sport that I can get as fucked up as possible without yeah. anybody hitting me. Hey, Dad, if I crash, uh, will I die? Me. Yeah, let's get you a quad, son. That'd be great. <laughs> I will say this. I would show up at a drift event with a quad. <laughs> I would about, so do that shit. Let's talk about Tyler for a second. You're from Tennessee, aren't you? I am. So, yeah. you're, it's kind of funny. You're actually the first Tennessean that I've heard call it a quad. 
Yeah. Everybody around here is a four-wheeler. I mean... I mean, I'm used to calling it a quad. My, my you know. Eagleville, Tennessee roots calls mm-hmm. it a four-wheeler. But my... Okay. I mean, they're just quads, so, man. I don't know. To me... Awesome. Here's the thing with the quad versus four-wheeler thing. A four-wheeler is something you use on a farm. A quad... It's something you ride when you're a little me. You can't quad, ride a dirt bike. A quad is something How? you and your boyfriend take a little to me. a night stroll. Yeah. <laughs> to go make out in the cow pasture. Yeah. So, I don't oh, know, man. No, I'm just kidding. I got um, it. You found the plug. Actually, the, the guy that hit Up me was actually you don't find a dear one. friend of mine. Yeah. So, uh, it was a freak accident. Okay. But, hey, I, at least hey, we I broke... we got a couple retarded I, I broke two bones in my foot. I didn't, broke, I didn't break both feet or my femurs or anything crazy like that See, so Chris you know we're good we're still walking barely with crutches well hey it, it could have been worse it could have been worse it could have been worse could have been my neck that's true that would have been a little more than a freak accident yeah. that happened it, <laughs> yeah. there would have been a little more yeah. ribbing going on there so but I'm not, I'm not freaking it's out it's all good though so, uh, so let's let's ask our guest so tell us about yourself man who farted who Come farted? On, guys. Nobody. Golly. Squeeze. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the land sharks. They're freaking getting him. Uh, or it might have been the two shots of uh, Don, Don Julio. Julio. Or it could have been all the beans he That's ate disgusting. with the cheese. Beans, yeah. beans, beans. Hey, for the record, guys, I didn't drink Don Julio, so that's all those <laughs> for other For the guys. record, I didn't. Uh, and unfortunately, we can disgusting. verify that with the pregame. That, <laughs> yeah. you know, if you are a Patreon member, you'll actually know all about. But hey, we'll talk about that at the break. But uh, all right, so... Oh gosh, <laughs> Tyler's a, a little more dirt oriented than some of the others of us here. So the two Tylers have a lot in common. They can talk dirt pretty fluently. While fluently, as if it's a fluently. foreign it's language. A language. It is a language. So street squids, yeah, it's pretty fucking street squids. I mean, how many other people could you be like, dude? I was like, ba da 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 da. What did I, I just go in, I rolled in third. You were hitting the whoops. Yeah, I see, rolled in see. third in the turn and come out and bra. But you see, with the sound effects, like that it's video like, is my like favorite thing to watch. <laughs> when they start speaking yeah. like English, it's yeah, like, uh, Spanglish. What about ponytail? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're talking about that Who's video. A bitch? That video on Facebook where they're like, it says how guys all talk about motorcycles. Motor- yeah. Oh, 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 right. Yeah. See, we like, all motorcycles speak that. Yeah, but we to an extent. That. Yeah. Like me, if I'm on the street and we pull over and we start bench racing about. Like shit like that. Right. I was like, dude, I went around that turn and I was like, bah. and they were like, wait, 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 it doesn't do that. It Drummers and motorcyclists have their own language. Yeah, exactly. But it's like different accents. Yeah. It's like, it's like, no, no, no. It's moto. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Moto or not? <laughs> no. The best part is when you can sit there and you can uh, spot what someone's trying to do on the street. Right. And he goes, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not doing that. That was a wheelie fail. <laughs> yes. Or the. <laughs> What the? F- <laughs> Did he just crash? That was a crash. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, no. The, the the bad thing is, all the years I've corner worked and everything else, I can spot a crash really damn quick. Because if I hear go, and all of a sudden it goes to neutral with no revs, I'm like, whoop, where is he at? He's down. Start looking. Yeah, I start looking. There he is. Oh, wait, you're picking the bike up and putting it on a kickstand right in the middle of an impact zone on a hot track. That guy, I gotta agree. Fucking idiot. He has had more snatch than any of us combined. Did you see that mustache? Girl? Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> My lord, that makes me Ooh, All he has to do is, get, like, he takes it, picks, like, pushes up to his little that, smells, and he, he remembers that, all of them. He had that Italian driver mat, like hat too. So he yeah, was definitely yeah. getting like some. every hair has a story. I yeah, heard I actually his wife. She's probably freaking dime. But see the funny, like I was listening to another podcast that Gail Banks, 
the diesel guy, the diesel performance guy for trucks and everything else. He was at Bonneville when Burt Monroe showed up, the guy with World's Fastest Indian. He goes, Burt Monroe, he did more damage in that freaking paddock, just okay. pulling tail. At 65 years old, the New Zealander. He's like, every 25-year-old girl there got fucked by Burt Monroe. That's incredible. I was like, that's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's incredible. So enough about Burt Monroe, because, you know, he's already famous enough. Yeah, no shit. So so tell us about your story, Tyler. Tell us about you. What do you do? I am a uh, almost professional motocross racer. I heard you're going for Supercross next year. Uh, You know, that's... It was a plan at one time. Uh, we kind of kind of hit a stumbling kinda, block here. Kind of redirected myself a little bit, but yeah, we're uh, that's always a dream, man. Supercross is uh, Supercross is gnarly, man. It's something else. I know. I hear all about it from the other Tyler. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, it's uh, <laughs> motocross is the most physically and mentally demanding sport on earth. You no, know, I've never done it, but I will agree with that. I, yeah, there's no arguments here. Yeah, and it's it's something else. I've been doing it for 17 years, yeah. and it is. Uh, the best worst thing you could ever do to anyone. <laughs> How much plastic do you have in your body right now? Uh, actually, I'm blessed, man. Like this, awesome. Like with this broken foot, is has been probably of the worst. I've like, I've so got, track injuries aren't really a story for you. Uh, I mean, I've got uh, I had two stress cracked vertebrae in my neck, and I've had a dislocated knee, a couple shoulders out of place. I've had four concussions. And, that explains a few uh, things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you can you can tell by talking to me for about five minutes. But uh, yeah, I uh, broke a navicular. That was a that was a hard. A what? A navicular. Yeah. It's the smallest bone in your wrist. Yeah, that's, oh, that's I broke it. It's that's really hard to one. break, and yeah. it, it broke. Wow. When but, you uh, do it, that's one of those. You're down yeah. for what? Two and a half months. Uh, I was down for yeah, two and a half, probably three months. Yeah. yeah. And actually, that crash was a broken navicular, broken nose, and a concussion. So oh, it was a. Uh, did you case a triple, or did you get hit? I, uh, Crawfordsville, Indiana, it's an Ironman event, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, they have, like, the GNCC there every year, Yeah, and it was the you first year one? the, huh? You want another one? Uh, I might, I don't know. Don't even, no, uh, Chris, sit down. But it was, uh, damn. like I said, sit down, yeah. I'm the bartender. I was, because uh, y'all don't trust me. It was the first year the motocross track was, like, new and ready to roll, and the track was just soft, and just, man, it was just sketchy. And I had just set the fastest lap of the day in 250B practice, and I was coming around to pull off the track, mm-hmm. and it was the last lap, and I went and hit this double in the back, and it looked like somebody just combed up the face. There was ruts up and everything, and I hit a hole, hit a soft spot, and just endoed into the face of it, and concussion, broken navicular, and, uh, and a broken nose. Damn. <laughs> it was cool. That sounds like On that, time. you needed beer. <laughs> right? It was Gosh. actually, man, it was crazy, because like, I got back to, like, I don't remember anything still. I got back to the truck, and all I remember is the EMT looking at me and going, you all right? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> What's wrong? And I went to scratch my nose, and like I, I pushed it up a certain way, and I like instantly started tearing up. And I was like, I think I, uh, there's something wrong with my nose, guys. I think we need to check it out. And then that was pretty much all I remember. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, so you got 450s, 250s? Uh, that was 250. Okay, gotcha. On that one. But, uh, yeah, it was a, that was a rough day, man. We had a lot of guys like get hurt and there was actually, God rest his soul, Austin Mincy died there that weekend. So oh, that God. place was sketchy, man. It was just... so. In the event, like, does coming from the road race and the track day background that I've got, I haven't spent a whole lot on dirt bikes. When you, for uh, oh yeah, 
they, the little kid. The little kid. He's like five years old. He's on a on a dirt bike with spike tires yeah, on it, and they're on the middle of a frozen lake. That's I mean, another level of of crazy. Yeah, that's that's know. dumb. I no. I'm sorry. I can't. Dude, he's got the two banger. Oh, that's a 500. I bet that dude. Oh Ooh. God, five. See, have you ridden a 500? I have not. My oh dad Jesus. Had a, my dad had an 84 KX 500. Oh, I had it up until I started riding, and then he sold it. It's probably like, smart. Oh man, <laughs> I wanted that thing. So I've much. ridden a CR five hundred. I want no part they're of that unreal. damn thing, dude. Four fifties, like people don't realize it. They're mean. Man. Oh, four fifties are evil. They are mean, dude. Like they I want know, you I didn't dead. Even start racing them until two years ago, and I still like you. Got to respect that thing so much. Oh yeah. Or you're dead. Now when dirt bikes turn funny. Oh God. <laughs> but no. But like when. When like temperature, like say ambient temperature rises, and you're on an out at an outdoor okay. event, does it get greasier? Does it come? Does the track come in when it gets dries, hotter? It dries. It dries so out, bad. so it's, you it's lose like, grip and that. Uh, yeah. I okay. mean, it's like uh, I it's don't want to say it's like concrete, but it's like concrete. Okay. I mean, it's like uh, I don't know because I've never like gone fast on the street. Sure. Like, I've just ridden the ZX6. I I've think, crashed but... on both, and I can tell you, wildflowers like concrete. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's weird, man. I don't it's like talk about that. it's like putting <laughs> dust on top of concrete and trying okay. to ride it when it gets super dry out. Because one thing I've I've learned from all the corner working that I've done, all the track work that I've done, a racetrack, no matter what it is, whether it's paved or dirt, a racetrack is a living, breathing thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like. It, Two degrees in ambient temperature changes the way yeah, the track's going to be absolutely. the whole. Down in Birmingham at Barber, yeah. if it rains anywhere before the two weeks before the race hits, there's an underground spring going through it, and it's going to yeah. weep through for that, Dude, week, that uh, weekend. They have a problem so, with that for the Anaheim Supercrosses. Yeah, they they have a uh, it'll like all day it'll be dry and they'll keep moisture in it, and they have to stop watering at a certain time during the day. Because when it hits a certain time at the night show, moisture comes up yeah. and starts coming through the field. They do that with it, up in Bowling Green. There's a spot yeah. right there with in the road, the at, in, you know the road, road race track across the street from the vet plant. There's a corner where you come down. It's a it's a downhill right, and you come back up. Yeah. The minute there's any moisture in the air that has rained within two weeks. The minute the sun hits it, it weeps through because the sun's bringing yeah. all that moisture out yeah, of it. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a puddle right it's, across yeah, the it's, shit. It's different, man. It, it just, but yeah, when that sun's out there baking it, dude, it sucks. Is, like, okay, it's, I, oh, it's miserable. Again, because I have no no it's like, cross track. It's, you gotta you kind of you know you gotta be smooth with the throttle. You yeah. can't kind of get on it and clutch it and stuff like that, just because it's like concrete, man. If you, I don't know, but I'm yeah. sure if you get on it on the concrete, it's gonna slide. Yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. You kind of. You get in the middle of the turn of the apex and just bar, like roll on it and stuff like that. That's yeah. how you kind of, that's how you ride dry stuff. Ideal conditions, man. It's just partly cloudy, about seventy four. And it's rain, rained moisture, about three days before. A little bit of moisture in it. You till it up, make it deeper than the aces, just just deep, three feet deep, and just roll. And you, gotta, hell, yeah. you ain't got to let off the gas or anything. <laughs> oh, it's butter. It wakes you up at night, man. Well, see, for uh, for the road race guys, for me, it's partly cloudy. Again, about 80 degrees. Yeah. Let some temperature get into the track so the, t- the, the heat gets it stays yeah, in the Yeah, because more heat, more stick, right? It depends on the track. Okay. Like, National Super Speedway, when it was still open, when it'd get hot, it'd get slick. Man, that place is a gigantic waste of money. Oh, well, <laughs> if somebody would actually get in there and use it, yeah, no. For but, NASCAR, dude, that was the no. biggest, it, yeah. But it was, because I've got right at 1,800 miles around that road course in there. Wow. So, when it get hot, 
idiot, slick as shit. I mean, That's you're going, you're coming out of, you're coming out of like turn two and turn three. I'm on an SV650. I've got 50 tor- pound feet of torque. I'm rolling in it and I'm spinning coming out. I'm like, this is not the way this bike's supposed to react <laughs> at all. So, but I mean, I've seen guys on built GSXR 1000 super bikes coming out of the front, coming out of the back straight, spinning the tires going into fourth. I'm like, no, I want no See, part man, of this. I will <laughs> tell you. I've been racing for 17 years, and I will never deny jumping a motorcycle. I'll jump oh. 150, 200 feet. I don't care. I'll try it. Yeah. But you put me on a street, and even if I'm fully geared, I'm not going over 50. And I'm scared at 50. Like, not Why scared, but like just a little like, okay, this is kind of sketchy. I'm going to back out a little bit because I'm scared. What? Like I'm driving by people on the interstate and they're going 75 and I'm like stupid. Oh, he <laughs> hate me. Die. Oh, he, you'd be screaming at me not all stu- day. You know what I mean? Not stupid, yeah. but I'm like, man, how does people do? Like I get a kick out of people doing that. Yeah. And people yeah. are like, dude, you just jumped 150 feet. Oh my god. And I'm like, that's like, that's like, that like cool. on my end. <laughs> on my end, I sit there and watch because I mean I've done you know pit bike racing, yeah. racing 80s and shit in somebody's backyard, <laughs> just having fun. You mean know, like 25, 30 foot tabletops, yeah. that kind of thing. Fine. You know, you pin it and forth, and okay, cool, I made it, yay! <laughs> like I see you guys sitting there, like hundred, like uh, Larocco's leap. Oh man, you those you, no by far, by far. I didn't hit it, but by far, we walked the track. I got there last year, walked the track, and literally, and I'm telling you, I couldn't walk up the face of the jump. No. Well, I mean, I was like, there's no way I'm jumping yeah, this. That's, that's <laughs> so funny. I decided to track walk. I was like, I'm not doing it. My, my dad was like, dude, bro, you got it. Did your dad say bro? Dude, dude, bro? No, my dad did not say bro. I was going to say, it's like, your dad <laughs> said dad, bro? He had to have been 14 when you no, were born. My, dad, <laughs> my dad's 30-year military, so he did not okay. say bro. Yeah, he no, said, he didn't say bro. You either jump it or we're going home. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to try it. And, dude, every lap I'd go up to it and scrub it. And I'm like, man, I, there's no way I'm jumping it. There was two people. I was there. There was 400 riders. There was two people who jumped the whole weekend. And they were pros. I was, Jesus. I was in the intermediate man. class. Dude, I'm serious. Like, and but we went to Muddy Creek two years prior to that, and they had a track or they have a jump there. It's called the Bomber, yeah. And it's I think it's thirty feet shorter than the Larocco's Leap, and I yeah. was hitting it no problem. Is yeah. the is that the the single under the tabletop? No, no, no. That's the trip the uphill triple. It's huge. What was it? There was a biggest jump I've ever jumped. Like literally. I jumped and took two deep breaths and was still like, well, "Damn, am I going to land?" You saw a video out there of a. There was a track I can't remember. It, it was because I, I was I followed motocross back in like the Jeff Matasevich. Oh, dude, the like, chicken, baby. Yeah, yes. Jeff Matasevich. I've got Buddy Anton. Like I've got a video of Buddy Antonez and John Michelle Bale at Anaheim, man, nineteen eighty nine, eighty nine, or, or I think it's eighty nine. Where Antonez, they're coming through the whoops. This is the first time they went up in the turnstiles in Anaheim. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're coming through the whoops, and Antonez is about to win the race, and he comes off the bike, but he stays on oh, it. Oh, no, i seen that. Yeah, 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 yeah. and Michelle Bale's coming back through. Yeah. I've got that on VHS. Yeah, my, by, by far, one of my favorite memories would be... Uh, hey! Yeah, Scott Kahn. Yeah. Oh, man, Scott Kahn. Uh, best, <laughs> uh, best memory is when Deegan won his first one. Yeah. By far the coolest shit I've ever had. Oh, yeah. Like, couldn't have, couldn't have happened to a better dude, but man... I met him in uh, at Loretta Lynn's two years ago, and he was like the most down to earth. And I was like, man, I just like the only thing like we were riding by him on a golf cart, and I was like, dude, I just want to high five. And he's like, no, dude, come hang out for a minute. And yeah. I was like, of course, 
course, it's Brian Deegan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh hell yeah. So like we were hanging out, dude. I was like, man, ghost riding. What was it like? And he was like, coolest shit I've ever done. Like, <laughs> Damn right it was. Yeah, that was yeah. the coolest shit I've ever seen. Uh, but yeah, because like because again, Jeff Matasevich back when Wyndham like showed up. Wyndham, hey, dude, Wyndham, I was a, Wyndham rode for forever. Wyndham's a boss, man. Oh yeah, he's oh, somebody yeah. to look up to. He was, uh, he's so smooth, man. Just that's where I get my like, just watching people like that, man. You get throttle control and just stuff like that. He's what in the world? Welcome well, to see, the town. See, look, I ride dirt bikes and that's cool, but that shit right there, that's amazing, dude. That's that's something way beyond what we do here. And I that think. woman is a middle age on scooter, and she, I'm thinking she's cooler than Hell. me. There's more scooters than three people deep. Yeah. That but, guy's got dozens of eggs, and yeah. he's like, no problem. Oh, look at that dude. Yeah. Couple you... pies. Yeah, no. Huh, we all get the third back, and then we run, and then we go, and then deliver Tito. Ooh, chocolate pie. But, pies. I don't even no. know what that is. What but, you know, it's, it's funny. You Welcome to Vietnam. You all talk about all these jumping 150 feet, and it's like, dude, like, what, a month ago when we went on Ron's ride? When dude crashed and I, I took off to go back to everybody, yeah. and I'm, I'm riding my hyper as fast as I can. I'm like doing 100 through the back roads here, which I shouldn't have been. And I got airborne for like 10 feet, and I landed. I literally had to get off the bike for two seconds and make sure I didn't <laughs> shit myself. You were there. Dallas was talking. Dallas blew my spot up when I jumped my BMW. Yeah. I didn't even mean to. Yeah, I'm sitting there, burnt. I just kind of blew it. They're not lame. Boom! No, no I don't think like, even if they're lanes, they don't care. Yeah, they don't give a shit. In, in the, they don't, oh, they don't give a crap. No. Mm-mm. Yeah, no, I'm good on. And that. I think they have less yeah. crashes per year than we do. Yeah, yeah they do. That's, see, that's how I would take over. Yeah, because idiots don't know how to drive here, and they're like, well, yeah, they're, see, like, that's the truth. I think it's like when I jumped the triple at Wildflower, like that was a huge deal to me. I mean, that's a that's a good jump, dude. Like, it was a big. No, this is. I was like, <laughs> all you guys talk about motocross. That's about the seventh time I'm talking about. I love watching motocross and everything. Wait till Erzberg shows up. That shit there. Have you not seen Erzberg? I think I have. It is the worst. I've probably seen him. It is the worst. Is this wor- the one where they they kick the start and this is the... It's the worst enduro of all time. Oh, no. I know what this is. Yeah. Dude, the there, start stretches up a hill like there's this. There's been dudes die. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd do Look that. that. Look, I would do yeah. that today. You can Broken have it. foot and all. I'd do it today. Actually, what I'd I want to do... I want to do the Mushman 100. I've never heard of that. It's... It's the Elsinore Grand Prix. Okay. If yeah. you, okay, you've seen the original on any Sunday, right? Yeah. Okay. You remember the... It's been a while, but yeah. Okay. The Elsinore Grand Prix, they renamed it the Mushman 100 or 150 or whatever, huh. because that was the last name that Steve McQueen snuck in with. Wow. Huh. So they renamed it that. Huh. They still run it every year. I want to do that. I'm not good on a dirt bike. I'd be okay on the street sections, but once it got to the dirt, yeah. I'd be like, I'd be yeah, like a retard of the petting zoo. Yeah. I have no clue what's going on. I did, did. I would do that just because dirt bikes are sweet. Dirt, like, oh, oh, the pony. oh, look, Literally, dirt I mean, bikes are the shit. I just, I'm not good on them. I've oh. never been good on dirt bikes. <laughs> like he just like, oh, why would you like that? Stupid. I think the bike. Just do you down. see the it rocks the in there? I was about to say. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 no. I'm telling you, my my dad, who he was pro, and then and, and <laughs> get away from me. He, was, go. he was doing all that back in the day. He always told me, man. You'll save yourself more by just pinning it. Oh yeah, and letting off the throttle. Yeah. So like, I took that mentality, and at first, it scared the bejesus out of me. But he was right. Like, dude, there's been so many situations that I should have like lost my life, and all I would do is just be like, all right, I'm just gonna crack it, and it was pinned, and I just got out of it. Shouldn't have happened, but it did. That's <laughs> one thing. That the only that's time, like, yeah, that's the it. only real reason, like, that doesn't really work road racing. 
<laughs> that works doing this. Yeah, I will say might. that in a heartbeat. I will agree with you 100%. Just pin it and you'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, But you can do yeah. a tank slapper at 130 on a road <laughs> racetrack. You don't just pin it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I guarantee that. What's the easiest way for me to get off of this thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I already know how to like get it to quit, but you squeeze the tank with your legs, you loosen up on the bars, and just let it go. It'll quit. And just hope it doesn't decide to just throw you. It'll quit eventually. I'm good. I'm but, oh, oh man. But anyway, but it's just Ashley Filet, man. That's she her. Is something else. Yeah, that's she, fantastic. Though. She can't hear you say nothing. But she can ride the piss out of a dirt bike. She's killer, man. Oh yeah. She's still racing. She's got a ride with Husky right now. Oh, Husky's coming in. Husky's got some good bikes now. Husky's all right, man. I got a soft subject with Huskies, man. Is it? A rebadged KTM still? It's KTM with white stickers on it. Okay. <laughs> they bought... Uh, oh, Husky bought... Enough. Yeah, Husky bought KTM's 2000. I've got a picture with her at Daytona. They bought their 2015... <laughs> Why did it just get smacked? And then just pretty much that was it. Okay. And then they were kind of building off of that. Okay. But that's because KTM come out with 16. Their 16 models just all brand new and just sick. But I, haven't, I haven't dealt with much KTM since I quit Castle. Um, I uh man they're they're good they're fast but uh I don't know I they're painted the ass to work Austrian on. man oh yeah they're painted the ass to work with with KTM's every day yeah hey you also parts for us no. no no we don't because they you know I I look I, I, mean, I rode one and they're they're light they're fast mm-hmm. and they handle pretty well you know my first taste with the KTM I used to work for a KTM dealer um, we're still pretty fresh with it and it's like you got to do what how often yeah. Exactly. And dude, like... Check your valves, like, halfway through the race? Yeah, like, bolts oh. and, like, just random Two shit. Two oil filters? Yeah, random yeah. shit's, like, two times as much as a, a Japanese brand. Yeah. So that and right there... With less reliability. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they win. They do, oh, they do perform, well, but... Well, but you can't... Look, nobody yeah. can base your decision off what Ryan Dungey or those guys are doing. Tell no. they're, can you repeat that again? Yeah, no, say I, that I mean, loudly. honestly, because those guys right there, they're not riding... Of what we're buying in stores, those guys are riding. I mean, there's so many, just there's. It's all unreal how much money they have. I mean, it's unreal. Yeah. That's why KTM spent like millions of dollars just for Roger DeCoster to build that bike. Yeah, it's I mean, hell, just getting Roger DeCoster away oh. from Suzuki. All right, I got one for you. Oh no! Because Tyler and I run into this all the time. I'm going to put you in a hypothetical situation here. Oh, God. Me? Let, yeah, you. Okay. So, you've just finished a race. Okay. Your next race is in two weeks. All right. What's the first thing you do after you take a shower and everything and you get home? What do you do with your bike? Uh, wash it. Clean it. Service it. Repeat that last part? Service. <laughs> and what, when you're servicing, what else do you do while you're servicing it? I am I... I, I I'm gonna be quite honest with you. I'm not the mechanic. Mm-hmm. My dad. But you have mechanics. someone do it though. Yeah. So I mean, we just go over all the parts. Anything that's broken, we mm-hmm. change or buy or whatever we have. Right, and that's pretty much after the race, right? Yeah, pretty much. So three days before the race, your bike's ready to go. Uh, mostly In we get it ready. Most at, of the time, we get it ready. Probably, yeah, I'd say three to five days. It's about ready to roll. Okay. I would say for the most part. Yep. Yeah, you got 90% of your guys coming in Saturday practice like, dude, I need this now. Yeah. And you're like, uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, and that's that's what I'm getting at is, you know, that's what you're supposed to do when you race. 
Yeah. You come in, obviously you're going to relax and get cleaned up and everything. You're going to get the bike prep. Yeah. You're going to check it. You're going to see what's broken, what's not. And if you know you've got a race coming up anytime soon, unless it's one of those back-to-back races. Yeah, I mean... Which, again, that shit happens. Yeah. But you don't wait until the night before or the I, day before to realize, oh, shit, yeah. I need a new crankshaft. Oh, man, I forgot about those piston rings. They're bad. <laughs> yeah. yeah, about my swing arm bearings. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I mean, my, my dad keeps it on lock, man. He's, uh, mm-hmm. hey, speaking of the devil, there he is. Uh, <laughs> but, Not his yeah. dad, Roger DeCosta. Yeah, Roger DeCosta. <laughs> uh, Pop, Pop keeps it locked, man. He's, uh, he knows his shit, dude. He was a factory and cowie mechanic, so any time we had something go wrong, he either MacGyvered it and made it out of duct tape or we bought it. So, yeah. Yeah. So that's the way it's supposed to be. Yeah, I mean, I'm, that's just something I want to get out there. You know, if you are thinking about racing or anything, just realize that you you need to have your your bike prepped and ready to go. Yeah, always at, uh, days ahead. You, you can't wait till the last. Clean. You learn real quick when you when you when you screwed up once or twice. Yeah, and you're sitting there and you're in the back of the and when you're a mid level rider and you realize, oh shit, I'm at the back because I couldn't get this shit running and my bike's down ten horsepower. Yeah. or I, I couldn't ride because. Yeah. Pop always <clears> told <throat> me a clean bike race is better than a dirty one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. But you can always blame the dealership because we didn't have your <laughs> piston and ring. Yeah, we didn't have the piston I, and ring hey, needed two For days the before. record, and not to put a plug on anyone, but I've never complained about Cool Springs Power Sports. Yeah. <laughs> like, they, every time I've, hey, man, that's coming up this weekend. It is coming up this weekend. Yeah, and honestly, every time I've talked to you, and I know whenever you've talked to Tyler, I mean, you've never put us in that 24 or 24 no, yeah, it's, it's push. You've always yeah. been ahead of your game. You got to, man. Yeah. If you want to be the I need to do stuff for my bike. When do you need it? I, I got Tomorrow. like three weeks, man. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need this overnight yeah. now. Yeah. That it's was like a, 530. Yeah, that was a fun That was a fun thing to buy. Subframes <laughs> are expensive. That must have been one hell of a yeah. landing. <laughs> yeah, actually, that was a concussion weekend. <laughs> and a separated shoulder, that one. That well, was fun. Yeah. Mackenzie yeah. Tricker, man. She's, that girl's crazy. It, I find it really cool that there's a lot more females out there yeah. riding. Yeah. They don't it doesn't do even it matter enough. one way, motocross or road racing. There's a bunch of road racing, They don't do too. it enough, man. They don't give it enough. I mean, you know, uh, I'm a guy. We get a lot, but you know what I'm saying? They they don't they don't give the females. Like for Supercross, mm-hmm. Vicky Golden, she's qualified <clears throat> for two mains, I think. They mm-hmm. don't, they don't, they need to have a women's Supercross. Yeah. And you know, yeah. from the two of our perspective, women come in, they want gear. It's like, they don't, I've got like two things for you. Yeah, you've got, <laughs> yeah, you've got I have to brands. order the second one. Yeah. You've got three brands for women's gear for the street. You've got Icon, Danese, Danese, and um, Alpine Star. Alpine, that's it. Yeah, street gear like for like gear. real street gear. Yeah. yeah, dirt gear. I mean, dirt gears. They've all got females lines. Yeah, and, but you can. It's kinda, not very many. Not it's very kinda, many, but they've got they've, they've got more than street. God, I love motocross moms. <laughs> motocross moms, <laughs> the best. I'm not kidding. I'm sitting there. I'm watching this movie in the theater. I saw that. I'm like, God, I love motocross moms. <laughs> it's, hey, moto's awesome, dude. Oh yeah. It's the. I mean, I know y'all like street and stuff, but no, motos, moto motos, trail riding to just, me, man, moto's just by far just the best sport. I mean, you, it's family oriented. Oh yeah, and that I'll give it that. It's definitely very family oriented. And I'm. I've been across, there's been a, a fair share, golly, that's a big old girl on that horse. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah no, I know, you're looking at second in line. I yeah. know what you're looking at. No, but. Um, Closest to me. I, yeah. I've had my fair share of uh, track rivalry and, and, and things of that nature, but for the most part. Yeah, that comes with, the, with any sport, really. 
It shouldn't though, man. I don't. In my opinion, I mean, mm-hmm. yes, we're all out there to do one job, and that's. I, I mean, from a racer's perspective, the the. I don't ever. I've never in the seventeen years of racing, I've never shown up to the starting line and not wanted to win ever. Mm-hmm. It, it, I've, I've always told myself the moment that happens that, you know, I'm done. But yeah. everybody wants to win and everybody wants to do that. But at the end of the day, man, we're. You shouldn't be pissed off at somebody or something like that starting a fight. I, I don't You're think right. that's you know. I mean, right. yeah, you get heated battles and stuff like that. But Jason Lawrence and Ryan Villapoto. Oh, come that's to mind. one. But dude, freaking! I mean, most of those guys. There are a lot of those guys now. They're just high priced babies that just. Well, you get a lot of what you end up with is you get the guy that, and again, this is across disciplines. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's motocross. It could be MXGP. It could be AMA road racing. It could be Formula One. You get a bunch of guys that you've got a bunch of yes men around them. You got yeah. nobody to check them, and then yeah. you go, "Okay, I'm getting my ass whooped by this dude. It must be this, this, and this." And you realize, like, no, it's not that, yeah. that, that. It's, he's quicker than you on that yeah. track. It's the ego, man. They yeah. get in their way. It's yeah. you can't let that happen. I mean, it happens. It's gonna happen. Like, I mean, I, I just from personal experience. I mean, mm. I, me personally, I would rather die than lose. Like, I cannot stand losing. I despise it. Like, yeah. That's why I trained so hard was just mm-hmm. be, just due to the fact that like, oh my gosh, like even if I know dude's faster and he still beats me, it's like, well, I, I can shave off a tenth over there, or get a tenth mm-hmm. off over there. Yeah. It's like, I hated it, but at the same time, it's like, I can't be mad at him. I have to be mad at myself. Mm-hmm. That's more of the thing that people don't realize is that when it comes to a situation like that, you kind of you point blame at other people when it shouldn't be pointed at them. That's the thing. Right. You know well, that's, like, that's the thing you see in a lot of top level sportsmen. I mean, you see, like I hate bringing in stick and ball sports, but like Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry's at <laughs> the top of the game. Man. No one can touch him right now, and Unreal. he can pull up from forty, mm-hmm. and he's accurate at forty feet for a three pointer. Unreal. No one can sit there. Like, Unreal. Someone yeah. has run his mouth. And Steph's just like, okay, fine. I can sit there. I know Steph Curry's sitting there listening to what is being said and go, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Unreal. And I'm going to embarrass you. But yeah. see, that's why Ryan Dundee is where he is. Yeah. Is because that guy is just a class act. He does not say anything mm. negative about anybody. Excuse me. He doesn't say anything negative about anybody. He's just like, okay, well, that's fine. I'll just let my back-to-back Supercross championships or rookie season championships or all that speak for itself. Yeah. Actions if you got any, than words. Yeah. If you got any problems with it, we'll just do it on the track and figure it out from there. Do it on the track or you handle it in the trailer. You well, don't let it go out. Well, you don't let it go out. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, you're right. You, you handle it because in talking with, I know hey. you... <laughs> hey, it's Travis. We had the same cast on, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But see, the thing about, like, in 2006, when Nicky Hayden won the World Championship, Danny Pedrosa took him out to oh, Portugal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was a mess. That was a huge, that was a clusterfuck in a, the widest margin possible. Yeah. So, horse. in talking with Nicky's dad, a couple of years later, Danny was showing up at the trailer, banging on the door, wanting to come in. And Nicky's sitting here on the couch like this. Looking down, just madder than hell. He looks up, there's a 12-inch butcher knife sitting on the stove. And Nicky, Danny's just banging on the door. He looks at Earl and he goes, don't let that some bitch in here. Earl walks out and he goes, you probably don't want to talk to him right now. And so a couple days later, they kind of had a team meeting and Nicky was like, look, I'm going for the world championship here. You need to follow orders. Yeah. All right, cool. And then 
you know, the rest is history. Nikki won a world championship. Danny was like, all right, we'll take care of it. All right, this, this, that, and the other thing. It's like you handle all your, your all your transgressions on the track. You handle it away from everybody. Away from the cameras. That's how you raise a kid right there. Hell yeah, you raise a child like that. (laughs) But that was like the same thing with the Weston Pike, Vince Freeze thing at Anaheim. Did you guys see that? I heard about that. Punching him in the back of the head. Yeah. I I viewed it from two different perspectives, man. From Weston Pike's perspective, I'd have beat that dude. I'd have killed him even harder than that. Just because, like, that guy's got a bad reputation of all that, but... At the same time, from a professional level, you're not supposed to do that. Oh, yeah. Exactly. 2003, 2004, Aaron Yates got taken out by a lapper at the Daytona 200. Uh-huh. Aaron Yates drop kicked the dude in the helmet. <laughs> right. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, yes, I agree. Live I'd national ass, TV. Yeah, I'd have beat his ass up, but I'd have waited and gone back to the trailer See, and then I'd about, stabbed him or something. Think <laughs> about Aaron Yates. Like, Aaron Yates is a 6'2 Southern Georgia, Alabama, Southern Georgia boy. Yeah. He races Mopar. He races seven-second oh, Mopars for fun. Like, he looks at, I'm like, Aaron, stop. You're on national TV. This is yeah. a lapper. You're a factory Yoshimura Suzuki rider. Yeah. You're running second. Quit this shit. No, he he drop kicked this dude twice. I bet I can already hear what he said after that. That penalty was well worth it. Oh, yeah. Well, they, they didn't penalize him. He got knocked out of the, out of the race, and right. they was like, all right, whatever. This was back in the good old days of Superbike, but nobody gets Before the MVP. You ever, you ever get yeah. down on yourself? You watch Doug Henry ride. Oh, God, Doug yeah. Henry. Yeah. I'm, when they were still running the Supermoto race here in Nashville, ran into Doug. Doug is the nicest guy in the world he's and a, probably the most upbeat individual. This is before all that happened. Yeah, he's yeah, he's OG, a OG, man. Yeah, Doug, is paraplegic, the, oh, uh, Doug is I the can't, best. I can't remember the year. I think it was 92 or 95, something like that, that year him and MC was racing. And he missed his break at Bud's Creek. And... Aired it out all the way to the turn. Whoops. Oh my gosh, man. Unreal. That was awesome. He had a ski jump, missed his rear brake, oh. and probably jumped. That's probably, man, it was about 200 feet, I think. But dude, he, he was five stories in the air, landed in flat. Just yeah. When did he have his wreck? Nine, 2000. Shit, that was recent, wasn't it? Six or five or something? 2006 or seven, something like that. It was recent. Huh. It was after, obviously, after the X Games yeah. wins and all that shit. But look at that—he's his legs don't even work at all. He's got this cage around him, and he's still riding the ever-loving fuck out of this thing. Yeah, not, like yeah. not doing the hill clicker, but, but uh, obviously because his legs don't work. <laughs> but still, <laughs> he's sitting there, he's pinned, and he's reaching over, fucking with Travis the whole time. Yeah. This whenever you feel like you're down on yourself, God. I have a broken foot right now and I'm bummed, but I'm like, man, I'm not paraplegic. So. No, right. I'm not in a wheelchair I'm having fine. to exactly. Having you to still f- have everything attached to you. Yeah, and he's smiling. Yeah. That's oh, he's having way. a good time. That's awesome. You know, Steve, I just want to be that quick normally. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm hey, not like his legs don't work, and he'd still wax I'm my pretty, ass. I'm on the pretty dirt. good at training people, man. I'm oh, down. Come out to the track, dude. I'm down. I'd I can't afford to get it. Lack of like well, yeah, lack of money and lack of dirt bike and I gear. Got, I got gear. I got bikes. I, I am. Everybody down. asks me, it's like, why don't you start riding dirt? Because I can't afford to like. It. I am incredibly <laughs> down. Because I know I will. You do. <laughs> yeah, he just realized he had a cat butt in his face. <laughs> That's the best part. <laughs> what was that? That's <laughs> Hey, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Uh, motocross is expensive. Oh, oh trust me. Shit. We know. Yeah. We sell quali- you the parts, we know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Qualifying for the man. In some cases, I, I buy uh, you the parts. I, uh, <laughs> I think before we got to to the national itself, we spent like four grand. Just Jesus. before we got, I mean, yeah. it was unreal, dude. 
On what? Just top ends and pistons? Uh, I mean, uh, honestly, the the little bit of that was not even a little bit of it was parts, but most of it was like parking. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the getting there oh, and man, it was setting crazy. up and damn, that makes road racing seem reasonable. Yeah, it's right? reasonable. Well, let's see, what road racing. But when like your parts days. break, they're I'm sure they're a little more expensive. They're a little more. I mean, tires are. More, I'll say this: tires are like if you're running lightweight lightweight super bike with like SV six fifties or something. Tires are three hundred bucks a set, yeah, and they see, last. Are, I think I get them. I get mine for like one sixty. I think. Well, see, Something ours like will last three or four weekends, depending on how hard you ride and like how you set it up and everything. That's about how long mine last. But I mean, it's a hundred bucks a race. Yeah. You know, just a track day. Hell, you can ride your bike to track day if you really wanted. To. If you're dumb enough to. If you really you can ride. No, you, you can. You can. Uh-huh. I've seen it. Ben Kirby did it. Rode his high up. Oh. Rode his Busa to his first track day. I'm gonna. I still. I still make fun of him for this. But rode his bike to his first track day. Rode it around a track and then rode it home. My dad tired as shit. Fuck my dad, yeah. My dad knew a guy that uh, had a like an eighty something Cadillac and just took his bike all apart, put it in the trunk. That's old school Matt Hoffman <laughs> right there. Put it together at the track, road, took it apart, hey, put it in the trunk. I am way too. I'm not. I, I'm oh, too lazy I, for that shit. I'd be done, dude. I couldn't do it. I'm not good enough, like to. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Man. Hey, not to take away too much from the conversation because Danny Pedrosa is on the t- on the screen right now. Oh my god. So this whole thing with uh, Lorenzo moving to, to Ducati, Yamaha now having an open bike. And okay, so let's. That Pedrosa might be. Well, information <laughs> on that one. Pedrosa's not leaving HRC. Pedrosa's nothing. Pedrosa's staying with Honda till 2018. Yeah. Maverick Vinales is going to Yamaha. I don't know why they kept Dovey. Dovey is staying at Ducati, and Iannone is going to Suzuki. Yep. I have no clue why or how. Oh, oh, that is the it. longest crash. No, no, no. Listen Dude, to this shit. So hang on. More. He breaks he just his. Had the speed wobbles. Speed wobbles are the funniest thing. Breaks his collarbone Friday. Flies home to Barcelona to get it fixed Saturday. Comes back Saturday oh. afternoon. Does the does the last session to qualify. Goes in and races on Sunday and gets fifth. Every time I hear somebody complain about turf toe or anything like that in the NFL, I go, y'all a bunch of pansies. Hey, Chad Reed, man. That's oh, yeah. I, that's all I got to say. Yep, that's all I got to say. Separated shoulder. I think he tore his labrum yeah. and still, like, killed it. Mm-hmm. Um, Won the championship. Oh, wait, wait hang on. Yeah. I think Marquez wins at fastest crash, though. Yeah. He 200. had to jump off the bike at 209. Oh, I would yeah. jump off the bike at 09. <laughs> <laughs> or 9. Yeah, jumped <laughs> off the bike at 209 to keep from running into the wall. Yeah. At that point, though, like, bones don't break. They probably shatter. They just they shatter. Yeah, that's just, it's toast. You're done. But, I mean, hell. But the funny thing is, all he had, when he after that crash. He's standing up. Oh, yeah. Stand-up wheelies are easier than sitting down wheelies. I don't trust him still, but hey, I'm not a wheelie guy. I'm that. not a wheelie guy either, but I know the mechanics of huh. stand-up wheelies are easier than sit-downs because when you're standing up, you can use the pegs and you can feel where the angle is mm-hmm. through your feet on the angle of where the pegs are on your feet. Yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, so, the corkscrew. And I wish they still race at Laguna. See, the thing about Laguna is with GP, it's so damn tight. It's good racing. 
but you can't get a good battle. You can't get a good 15 lap battle out of it. It's like oh, Bristol. A lot of those. Yeah. A lot of those battles between uh, Maladin and Spees. Shit. Those battles were because they hated each other. It wasn't the fact of the track. Oh, yeah, had Stoner and Rossi and a couple other. Diving it through the corkscrew. Well, see, the thing about road racing, it's one of those, like, you've got to have a good, you got to have at least two good straightaways. you got to have a little bit of tight stuff, and you got to have somewhere where one bike has a little bit of advantage over the other one, and it has to sit there and go back and forth. That's why Phillip Island's so good. Mm. Phillip Island's fantastic. Turn one and turn two. And Phillip Island is where you separate everybody out. Diving into Phillip Island at turn one at 190. And, okay, let's see who lasts, who yep. waits till the bre- last minute on the brakes. That's when you say, like, I'm not kidding you. You pick them up and you throw them up over your shoulder. Those guys, no. No. <clears throat> Chaz Davies on the t- Ducati, the, on the 1299, the panty, going in there, brutal. I'm glad that was empty. Him and his tail. Oh, anyway, but I think we're uh, well getting we're getting close. Well, getting close yeah, um, let's close this out a little bit really quickly. But uh, outside of the motocross racing effort, uh, Tyler, you, you're starting something else too, aren't you? Um, uh, yeah, kind of. I'm kinda getting sorta? into it. Yeah, not kind of, sort of. Actually, it's it's turning into something pretty pretty bad ass. I might add. It's uh, an apparel brand. Uh, I've been dabbling in graphic design for since 2011. Like I taught myself how to do it, and nice. uh, uh, I got hurt, and I was like, "Man, what am I going to do with all this time that I have?" Because I had to sit on the couch for a week, and I was like, "Man, I think I'm going to get back into graphic design." And then I uh, was actually in the process of waiting on my logo to be trademarked, and got it trademarked, and it's actually a thing now. No, sweet. Yeah. So where can it. we where can we it's look a, at not like it's It's uh, ambition apparel. Uh, came up with it weird in a dream once. I don't know why I came up with it in the dream, but <laughs> it uh it's the description of it is the uh, combining the best looks of action sports, fitness, and casual streetwear. Nice. For just about anybody. Uh I'm down. Two things. I mean, two things I know best is motocross and fitness. Just because I got certified to be a personal trainer, so I kind of love the whole fitness aspect and and all that. So I, you know, I made it's a sleek, clean look, man. It's it's not a lot of crazy colors. It's accent colors and stuff like that. But man, for the most part, it's just the fit is more. I'm buying quality, not quantity type stuff, man. It's clean and you know. Very cool. Yeah, I'm I'm down. It's uh I've got an Instagram right now. It's at ambtn underscore apparel. Hang on, uh, it's just ambition with no vowels, pretty much. And huh. then uh, I got a website coming. I got a lot of stuff coming down the pipe. We're doing promo I was totally stuff trying now. To get and, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's actually man, it's it's we're pre production right now, so it's like really honestly, we're we're just now getting the gear. Uh, June, we're gonna we got some photo shoots set up to where we're we're. Got some sick ass ideas for some photo shoots and stuff, and then uh, need somebody like this. Need a model. Uh, something like that, yeah. <laughs> kind of not as, yeah, but you know. I'm going home to that, so. You know, well, you know, let yeah, me know. we can do it. Yeah, oh, yeah. but uh, I can't. It's a uh, you know, Sorry. it's a different look, man. It's it's uh, you fitness showing? and fitness and action sports are not really. Uh, you don't really coincide <laughs> those things together, so right. I'm putting them together and kind of doing something on my own things. So. 
yeah, it's it's fun, man. It's cool. So we're gonna be going cool. to a lot, a little bit of fitness expos, uh, some motocross events, and then honestly, man, it's not just I'm not stopping there. I'm doing anything I can. Street bike. Very cool. Yeah, you can definitely expect to see some of this on uh, Wingman's Garage here very very yeah, soon. Sure. I've got a couple of bodybuilders on speed out too, dude. For sure. I mean, I, I, like I said, fitness and motocross is like. My my passions is something sure. I love, but I'm not gonna stop there. Like a for freaking badminton player was like, "Hey man, I got absolutely, like, absolutely. I love badminton. I've never played before." But. Dude, those guys are nuts. <laughs> yeah. You ever watch the Olympic badminton? Yeah, those guys are insane. <laughs> I mean, but yeah, so it's uh, it's oh, it's starting small, right. you know. But we're uh, I got big dreams for it, man. I've always there you uh, go. I've actually kind of grown quite fond of the motivational speaking too. So got a YouTube channel coming. Okay, social media website. Hopefully, going to drop it by the middle end of August, maybe first of September. So, nice. We're looking forward Absolutely. to it. Absolutely. Might be a. What's your Instagram again? I'm literally about to follow you at, right now. I just did. I already did. At AMBTN underscore apparel. It's a yep. ambition with no vowels. AMB underscore. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah. He's a little challenged when it comes to the spelling. Yeah. You know what? Damn it! <laughs> to the spelling. A, the first letter in the alphabet. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's uh, it's cool, man. It's it's a uh, it's a work in progress. It's a lot of work, but it's Very just so fun. there we go. So yeah, we're, we're looking forward to seeing more of it. And, you know, definitely we'll coming back. Absolutely. Gotta so bring you some, are, it's I gotta open. bring some stickers, man. That's what yeah. moto people, moto people love it, dude. I will put look, man. I'm I'm all about stickers. Stickers. I've stickers. actually, man. I've actually, like, as soon as I got trademarked, I got on my graphic design, and I was like, man, I'm about to make the sickest dirt bike graphic ever. So I'm changing my Honda into, like, white to black fading with my logo all over it. Like, it's dope cool. as shit. Yeah, so. Very cool. It'll be, it'll be cool. It's, uh, it sounds like I need to hook up with him and get whenever I get the SV rocket and roll, and we're going right. to do some yeah. road racing right. and yeah, some stickers sure, and shit. Dude, hey, sure. real quick before we end the show, um, Saturday, the three of us, uh, Tyler, Daniel, myself, we actually got all three of our bikes together. We did. Yeah, that was it. That was I weird. I want to talk about that before we leave. It was um, weird. You probably saw the squad pics on Instagram if you're uh, following us. Yeah. Um, we actually all swapped bikes balls. for a little bit. You know, they've all ridden the hyper uh, a lot before. Not really a lot. Uh, but we've ridden it. We've it. ridden it. Yeah. And uh, we got a chance to swap out between the uh, the S1000R. Everybody and actually the got Monster to ride my bike this time. Yeah. I, I will say this: your bike feels a lot bigger than it looks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, like, I felt stretched out on, of course, coming off of the Hyper Motard. Well, coming yeah. off a of Hyper, you're going to feel stretched then, out on anything. It felt like my 14 did, that, you know. Don't, no, was, don't you dare say wise. that. I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm no telling you the truth. Reach-wise, it felt like the 14, not as wide, uh, anywhere near as but wide. But what the power feel like, though? Oh, it was fun. Oh, yeah. It was fun. I'm thinking, like, just my mindset's going crazy right now. We should get, like... Street bike versus dirt bike, and make a sick ass YouTube video. I'm down. Yeah. Are you oh, yeah. kidding me right YouTube's now? YouTube's coming soon. You, YouTube's coming soon. I mean, we try, yeah, note. we've already we got the channel, play, but right now everything's on. It's kind of late. We got okay. we got to put ambition on there somehow, though. We should all wear like t-shirts or something. Bro, <laughs> you bring it, we will come. Bro, yeah. you bring well, it, we'll wear it. We'll Trust sticker me. kit it up. But yeah, hey, that'd be look, sick, that man. and the fact that we've got the wingman's thing, ambition, mm -hmm. all this other stuff. I've got a solid black jacket. I need the back of hey. my shit done hey. like an old school flat track bike. What's up? Hell yes. What's up? What's That's up? all I need to do. Yeah. You need to find <laughs> someone that can embroider patches for us. Twine screen printing, man. I'm Twine using them. They they do a lot of. They're actually here locally, so they're they're so, kick ass, man. Nice. Stuff. We'll look them up. <sighs> so anyway, so what did you think about the monster? I love. I actually I. 
He he almost was that. As much as I have talked shit about Ducati on this podcast, your monster was fun. It felt like a stronger version of my SV with a little bit of suspension work for like to set up with me and maybe a touch a little bit different tire. I can say this right now. I would be incredibly dangerous on that motorcycle. <laughs> it would be really bad. Just from the, because you followed me a little bit mm-hmm. on your bike because I got tired of following you and then us getting stuck behind cars. <laughs> yeah, and we, again, he has that. None of us being able to actually get out on any real. Yeah, we haven't really actually gotten out or gotten. Yeah, out it doesn't help any like. Saturday after cars and coffee True. near Williamson County, like well, well we we're run... always wondering. It's like I bet you the counter's slammed right now. Well, we didn't really run into anybody with anything fun, right? If we run into anything fun, it had been a half an hour before we got back. I'm about to Snapchat. Oh, he's Snapchat. She cute. Snapchat. Snapchat. Is she cute? Wingman's Garage podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah baby. What up? Yeah, yeah. It's going down. Ambition Apparel. Wingman's Garage. Wingman's Garage. <laughs> Collaboration. Why do I gotta be in the background of that uh, it's shit? It's because I was sitting here and you were like, Hey! <laughs> I swear if she's drooling, that's the best part. <laughs> of your drooling all over yeah. yourself. That makes awesome. so, so funny. Anyways. So Tyler, what did you think of the S1000? What did you think of my bike? Yeah. I thought it was great. I... <laughs> oh, wait, wait a minute. Huh? What did you write? You can write it. I don't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, that's what she said. But yeah, I just... <laughs> eh, I'm not ah. sh- I'll, I'll share the motorcycle. I won't share that. <laughs> there you go. I have Anyways. forgotten what it's like to not ride a twin. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, I've been on my bike for a year now. Oh, my God. Um, Has it been a year? It's been a year. Apparently. Granted, it's not my first twin. You know, I had my... I've had several parallel twins. Um, actually, the this majority of my bikes so have been dirty. twins. I'm so sorry. Parallel well, twins. It's not my first time riding a twin. <laughs> Man, I mean, is this I love how like it takes you <laughs> this long. Oh, this it takes you this long to chime in. She, really? She hasn't said anything the whole show, no, and now she's like, "Wow, you're riding twins." Yeah. I think the wisdom's <laughs> finally set in. Because the Ducati's <laughs> the only thing that I can comment on. Because first of all, that's I don't know. It's the Ducati is the most comfortable seat I've ever sat on, ever. I'm not arguing that. Cause she had sit on the back of the BMW. Cause that thing's a fucking torture to Better, than the, better than uh, the Triumph? No, not the Triumph. The Daytona. The 675. Huh? The Triumph, which oh, would yeah. be the Triumph? Yes. Yeah. That, although yeah. it did have a the, almost yeah. bigger seat. But had, had you read the bike before you read with me? Anyway, I back to the original yes. conversation. Honey, <laughs> okay. you were my first go around. That's what. Oh! 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 We might just go into overtime here. It's getting sweaty. Wow, I need to take a shower after this episode. Damn. It's getting sweaty. Anyway. It's gone way too far, guys. Way to open that mouth and insert whatever we needed to insert on that Wingman's Garage after hours. Yes. (laughs) Anyway. The point that I I was trying to make is that Ducati is the most comfortable seat I think I've ever sat on. Whatever. So... Back to Anyways. what were we talking about? We were talking about riding something. Ambition Apparel. It's the dopest dope I ever There we go. Ambition Apparel. That's what it was. Dopest dope I ever smoked. I promise. So, I had my Monster 900. I've had my RC51. Yeah. So, I've, I've had my Naked Twins. I've had my Super Sport. You've had sport nothing but twins. twins for what? Pretty Five much. years? Um, Dang. Longer than that? Pretty much everything that I've ever seen you ride. What places are you going to? I need to go to these been. places. <laughs> yeah. Twins. No shit. <laughs> the, the, only, the only bike I've had in the last... <laughs> Okay. When did I have my Jixer? Oh, you got it? Yep, I hope so. Oh, Lord. 
No. Damn, uh, he went over that guitar like a champ. That's awesome. He's got a pop gun pro. He's forced to My CB750. So that was 2011. So since 2011, yeah, all I've had is twins. Okay. Um, except my brief two month stint on my 929RR, which I ended up getting rid of for the RC51. I don't even remember. That was a terrible idea, idea, but anyway. Um, so, well, I, I got rid of the monster and bought because I wanted another sport bike. And I wanted sure. a track day bike, and I bought the 929. And then I didn't, I didn't like the fact that it wasn't a twin, and so then I bought, I went and sold it and bought the, the RC. Gotcha. So. Um, Electric bike. Okay, sorry. Continue. Um, anyways, I've gotten very used to the power delivery of a twin. So I got on yours, and my initial thought was, well, it doesn't have that much oomph. And then about that time, we we got up in the up in the RPMs a little bit, and and I remember, oh yeah, you're on a fucking inline, dude. You you have to rev it. So my initial impression, I, I, the first thing I noticed is at four thousand RPMs on my bike. In like first or second, if you sneeze, it is on the back wheel. Eh, if I guess my riding position is weird because I wrapped on it right there and it didn't come up at all. I'm weird. I don't know. <laughs> well, and, and the other thing is, I've ridden other bikes too, and I've I've felt like the same thing. Yeah. And then after I spent like right. more, yeah. you know, after I spent a few hours on it, yeah, like it immediately become more comfortable. Yes, so sure. it's definitely there's even even I'm going weird. from like. I didn't even think about that. It's a monster so eleven hundred to a Girls monster twelve hundred. I'm sure there's a difference, but <laughs> but that was my initial thought. Was I realized okay? So at, you know, four like six thousand RPMs, it doesn't hit as hard. You get to six to eight, and you're starting to get that pull. And at about eight thousand is where it seems like yours just wakes up, and then it just screams. Oh yeah. So I mean, straight line acceleration. Yeah. I mean, if we drag race, we're not. You know, having seen firsthand what S one thousand double R will do, there's no competition. Knowing how I can launch with, with motocross, and it'd be scary to see this guy on a street bike launching one, but... Um, I would love to learn, actually. Doing that with the twin, I think I would have you at least in first. No. As soon as you got into your RPMs, like, bye. No. Yeah, don't like, don't try. <laughs> like, I, I, won't, I probably won't lose sight of you, but I'm yes, not keeping up. I will say, yes, Chris, coming because, again, we got stuck behind a couple of people, and I got pissed off, and I was like, I'm done staying behind somebody. I'm fucking done. Because mm-hmm. when I came past you, I don't know if you jumped in behind me after I passed you, mm-hmm. but we turned right, and I just kind of got off the seat a little bit, threw it in, not really threw it in, I kind of placed it in and rolled in it coming out like you would normally. And I was like, it's not intimidating. It's not like I can roll in it real hard, and I'm not really that worried about it the way I, do, like the way I roll in it. And I can stand it up, and I can go into the next corner and be okay. Your brakes are a little spongy, mm-hmm. and in talking with my Ducati mechanic buddy, you need to bleed that. <laughs> Trust me again, so again, because they need to be like like mine. But the motor, I like the motor, I really do. And again, I told you, like before we like we were hanging out, and everything. You're an asshole because <laughs> I went to bed last night. I laid down and started thinking clip-ons, rear sets. Mm-hmm. Fork revalve, rear shock, flash, full pipe. Daniel, shut the fuck up and go to sleep. No, 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 no. You've got your S1000. All you need to do is lightweight wheels and a pipe and you're done. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I I wish I had more road to play with it. But honestly, I got on it. I got on that bike. I felt right at home. Trust me. we'll, We'll figure out next weekend. 
Let me holler at Dallas I, and Steve. I was having some issues with gear selection because I wanted to. I wanted to be, and I was always a gear too low. Yeah. Whereas on the twin, even if you are a gear too low, it's not an issue. It's still pulling. Sure, but uh, that quick shifter spoiled the shit out. Of oh, me. dude, it's awful, isn't it? It's just like oh. I didn't even use it. I didn't know it was on it. Oh, it's just, it lightly it, tap. I mean, you quick shifter from it. the factory, and it, you can do it at three thousand RPM. Yeah, you it's just the best. raise it with your toe, and it's like you're in the next gear. It's a, the best. Actually, the new double R. Has it going down? Auto glitch, yeah. And in talking with... I'm weirded out by that. I like the thought, but I'm weirded out by that. In talking with the sales... With Kevin, my buddy that's the sales guy over there, Mm -hmm. I was like, how does that exactly work? He goes, look, you act like you're pushing down on the lever. The Keebler elves show up, wave their magic wands over the transmission, and it just downshifts on its own. Bibbity bobbity third gear. Yeah, pretty much. And And when they did the original launch for the new double R out of VIR... They did that there. They flew all the sales guys out there. They go, look, run the first two sessions in rain mode. And you will understand what you have to do to actually crash this bike. Hmm. And he goes, I, and he, the guy talking about it, I think it was Nate Kern, actually. He goes, I understand there's racers in this group. They're going to just want to take off. No. Put, put it in rain for two sessions and understand how hard you actually have to try to crash this bike. Yeah. Riding normally. Then you can go off and do slick and do this other shit. And he goes, yeah, and Kevin's like, I've got a 2010 R1 track bike. And he goes, if I needed a street bike and a track bike, I'd get rid of that thing and then get the S1 double R right now. And he works at a damn Ducati dealership as well because it's BMW Ducati and he has access to 1299s and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. And he goes, yeah, no, I'd have a BMW and a heartbeat. You know, as I was coming back after doing my really stupid quick loop, the first thing I thought to myself was, I can see why so many street squids want one of these because it makes oh. you feel like you're fucking Superman. Oh, you feel like Superman. Not that you're fucking Superman, but that you are. Oh, yeah, you can feel like it. But, I mean, with me, I, I went there. I he it. went there, but, again, he still can't keep up. <laughs> so, eh, yeah. whatever. But, and mine's been mine's been down. Mm-hmm. Mine's just scratched up. That's all it is, luckily. Because mm-hmm. I don't feel like I'm You got uh, your wheel, too, didn't you? They got the wheel, but I've got well, I've got somebody that can redo wheels. Yeah. I'm good with that, and I've got more you people. Didn't see that move, mm-hmm. dude? Those moves? No, I need to show you. You need to see 2002 World Superbike Amala because it's like that every corner. Thread and needle. Mm-hmm. That's dope. Oh, dude, I'm not kidding you. Watching either Troy Bayless and Colin Edwards or Matt Maladin and Ben Spees. Mm-hmm. Or Noriki Haga versus anybody around a road race track, it looks like it looks like Ryan Villapoto versus James Stewart on street bike. That's awesome. Wow, look at how much different their riding styles were just a few years ago. But see, this is the thing: watching because the way the tire development and chassis development is, the only way you can get the bike to turn is to hang way the fuck off. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, you look back at 2003-2004, everybody gets their butt off the seat, but their upper body's still kind of on there and their head's kind of in line, mm-hmm. which personally is a more aesthetically pleasing way of riding. It's a lot prettier way to wa- ride. But if you're running this stuff, you have to be at, you're, you have to be at a V. Like, the bike has to be here, and you have to be here for it to work. And this is the problem with modern sport bike riders is you think they think they have to be like this. Whereas 
it's that this doesn't work on a modern super, modern sport bike or modern super modern super bike a modern super sport bike it that doesn't work because right. the tires are different the way the chassis are different it doesn't work this is a formula one car on two wheels mm-hmm. whereas on the street if you're dragging your elbow you're just trying to brag no if you're dragging your elbow on the street you're crashing yeah like dragging your elbow on the track Kirby's done it on his 600 but he was trying and it looks good on a picture and as much as I love Kirby, he's my real estate agent, so I can't really talk too much shit because he's going to put me in a shitty house. Welcome to Antioch. Hey, no, We're Antioch. We're trying to go to Antioch. Hey, bro, Antioch's got some good shit in it. Yeah, as long as you're not exactly around Hickory Hollow. Listen here, fucker. Man. I'm finding some they good shit over there. They put a 140-foot jump. You seen that? <laughs> the jump they put there? Oh, oh dude. Yeah, Glen Helen? Yeah. The new uh, jump they put in in the back. It's fun. Well, on that note, I think we're, we're dragging done? on. We're look, looking about an hour and 20 minutes in, so... Oh, uh, that's child's play. It is. And hey, Tyler hasn't really talked a whole lot tonight. Imagine uh, that. Yeah. yeah. I noticed that. I noticed that too, man. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. Don't that. apologize. <laughs> don't ever, No, don't say that shit to him. I'm sorry, man. Don't apologize to him. This so, is cool, though. I either man. talk a lot or a little. Yeah, there's, there's no never much area. of an in between. It's yeah, like there's no a gray lot area with him. Or a little. He's either on or he's off, just like the 500 two stroke. Oh, shit, <laughs> that's for sure. Actually, so. the CR500 with CR500 motor and that you gave a Mito 125 frame mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. the crazy one. Well, a 125 frame. Yeah, let's put that out there. Yeah, but uh, I guess on that note, we'll call this an evening. So everyone, thanks for listening to Wingman's Garage. Yes, thank um, you. Make sure you follow us and Ambition Apparel. On Instagram and all the social media. Shout that ambition apparel again. I heard that. That's right. So I want some free t-shirts and some stickers. A-M-B-T-N underscore apparel. Holler at it. Are you on Facebook yet? Not yet. Not yet. All I have is Instagram right now. Uh, We're we're moving, man. We're moving slowly. Friday night. Talk about Friday night. Bring his ass out, too. That's right. Friday Friday night, night, Atlas Moto uh, is having an event. In the Nashville area at the new location of uh, Barista Parlor. Uh, that's uh, West Nashville, I believe. Let me pull it up real quick. Because uh, I, I don't know the exact location. Because, honestly, I wasn't paying that much attention today. Um, but that's coming out this Friday. Um, if you can make it out there, it'd be a cool scene. Um, a lot of the, uh, the retro mod bikes will be out there. Okay. Uh, kind of an eclectic crew. Uh, let me see. I don't think I have it. But uh, in Germantown here. Okay. Um, cool. They're actually going to be hosting Whiskey Grades Moto- Motos Across America Tour. Damn. So definitely try to be there if you can. Um, hopefully we'll see you. It's from 6 to 10. Um, also make sure that you follow us. And uh, please, please, please vis- visit us on Patreon.com. Uh, sign up to be a patron. And it doesn't matter how much you decide to uh, uh, give to support us, you will be given access to all the shenanigans that happen before the show actually starts recording. Uh, Because, you know, we we know you can't get enough of what we do. (laughs) Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is that you all do. Um, And again, we also want to hear from you, so if there's anything you want to hear, if there's anything you want to ask Tyler about his uh, motocross experiences or ambition apparel hit us up at podcast at wingmansgarage.net or call us at perfect timing 
2625 Go Ride. That's right. 2625 Go Ride. Smoochie Boochies. Turn that shit off. It's a little early for that. Well, that no. well never. Anyway. This is Crystal Wingman. Tyler Gentry throwing a oh, peace sign up. Throwing the deuces. Ambition Apparel. This is dope. Wingman's Garage. Everybody should listen. Tune I'm in. definitely going to try and get a hookup with Ambition Apparel because trying I to get need that, some stickers. Trying to get that stickers and shirts. Nice. Y'all hit it up. Daniel the Track Rat. And Tyler the Hurrigan. What? Hurrigan? Are you Hurrigan now? Hurrigan. Hurrigan? Hurrigan. Hurrigan. Anyway. Until next weekend, we'll see you episode 20. This is Chris saying good night. We'll have a party for episode 20. Woo-hoo! Put up with us for 20 episodes. Oh, just wait till you get to 24. Oh, shit. Why can't more work? Man, this one's whatever. We'll figure whatever. Anyway, good night. Later. Thank you for listening to Wingman's Garage. For business inquiries, email us at podcasts at wingmansgarage.net. Yeah, who's that? She doesn't count. <laughs>